The tears were falling in record number. I hated that I couldn't stop them. But when dams break, things get wet. I had been to therapy, but this couch session was different. It wasn't a professional with a mahogany-framed degree who sat in front of me. It was my longtime friend, Monty, and he wasn't holding back his assessments. You doubt God, Lisa. You doubt what he can do through you. His words jolted me, not unlike the moment in the middle of a minor league baseball game just weeks prior when I was hit in the face by a stray baseball. I hadn't seen it coming, and I thought, oh, that's what it feels like. It's not that I hadn't been confronted with truth before. It's just that as a grown adult, it had been a while, and it hurt more than I thought it would. The presence of my husband next to me on Monty's sectional should have made me feel comfortable. Instead, I felt strangely exposed. Monty was a mentor to both of us, and we had been vulnerable with him before. But I didn't want my ugly, private thoughts pulled out, being laid bare in front of anyone. The truth is, I still wanted them not to be true. If I didn't give them a platform, maybe they could continue to live behind the curtain. But Monty had outed them for me, here in his living room, and I couldn't cram them back in. My husband and I had flown across the United States to vacation in a place where we could also spend time with Monty and his wife. But this confrontation was more than I had bargained for, and I found myself wondering if the trip itinerary should be dusted for the fingerprints of God. My dam broke that day, releasing a flood of tears down onto Monty's corduroy couch. But it was because of much more than my embarrassment from the exposure. I cried, ultimately, because I knew what he said was true. No matter how much I wanted to deny it, the journey of my life confirmed it. My story was full of holes. My story, my life, my journey, the things I'd seen and done in my life. My holes, the things that had come as a result, limiting and defining me. Holes in my religion, roles, and experiences had kept me from many things. Effectiveness, peace fulfilling my created purpose. Some of them I had dealt with before, but others had found a corner of my heart to hide out in, lying dormant until something called them out. Doubt, lurking in the hole that my life experiences had formed, was being forced out into the open. The thought had nagged me for years while I ignored it, but now it had become evident to someone other than me. I wanted God to use me. I just wasn't sure he would. I wonder if you relate to this feeling of wanting God to use you, but not knowing if he ever will. I wonder if you are among the 70 million people who feel like something from your past is holding you back in life. I wonder if, like mine, your story is full of holes, limitations that have gotten in your way or that have been allowed to live behind a curtain or hide out in a corner. I wonder if you know that all of that can change, or if you just think those are words that look good on the page of a book. Most of all, I wonder if you know that you have a story to tell at all. I have been the skeptic who doubted the latter for myself. I have been the good girl, and I have also been the bad. I have searched and found, loved and lost, failed and succeeded. I have been a religious addict, loving the idea of God more than his presence. I have seen him stay around when others walked away. I have watched him change the course of my life at a time when it was careening recklessly in a dangerous direction. I have no reason to doubt. My first instinct was to tell Monty that, 
After all, the inner religious addict that was overthrown during my spiritual recovery some years back still lurks quietly inside, waiting for moments like this when it can rise up, if I allow it, to muffle truth again with its articulate, saintly manifesto. But I was weary of that mess, that private place that feared soul exposure. I needed to own up to what Monty said, even though it was painful. I needed to deal with it so the whole inside no longer had control over me. Throughout my life, I had lived both ways, with my holes left unattended on the one hand and with Jesus filling them up on the other. And I knew that the only way my life would be made well was if truth won. Otherwise, I was relegated to a hollow existence, a number holder, occupying space in someone's line. That was something I could not accept. I don't want you to accept it either. My friend, you are not meant to live a hollow existence. You are not meant to live life relegated to your holes, to be a space occupier, a number holder. You are meant to be a world influencer, a life alterer, a game changer. You are meant to live life well by becoming whole. You are meant to be a storyteller. This rich promise of your purpose is found in Romans 9.17. I have appointed you for the very purpose of displaying my power in you and to spread my fame throughout the earth. Jesus wants to take a wrecking ball to the barriers that keep you from your divine appointment to display his power in you. He wants to use your voice to spread his fame. The question is, is this something you want to? Dust this page for his fingerprints. They are all over this moment and all over your future in the story of your life.